Welcome to Nightlife 24-7. Are you ready to talk about sex? No, let's talk about relationships. Or is it time to talk about dating, taboos? It's on your mind. So let's talk about it on, on Nightlife 24-7. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nightlife 24-7. I'm your boy, Mac. And today, I'm hanging out with my friend, Miss B. How are you doing today? Today is a beautiful day. Thank you for inviting me. Not a problem. Not a problem. Hey, you know, most people know this, and, um, and I'm really proud of it. You know, I grew up in the country, and I was raised by my grandmother, and I wouldn't change that for the world. I really wouldn't. She instilled in me what it was to be a man of the house. She taught me how to cook, and she taught me how to sew, how to clean. I mean, we had our own vegetable garden, all that kind of stuff. So I love that. I mean, to come home from school and have to do all my homework, and then I could go hang out in the woods and play with my dog. It was great. Now, that being said, the word grandmother is not used as much anymore. Uh, they have a new terminology now for that, which is glam mom. Now, a lot of you are probably going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? Well, that's the new terminology. Um, and it's based on the fact that grandmothers are younger than what they used to be. And they are still current in fashion and dating and extremely sexually active to some point. Um, mm. I am going to help you out with this session, people. With this episode, the whole point of having Miss B here, who is a black female, she's going to give you her experiences, and her point of view from a black woman's point of view. Now, hold on. Don't get your panties all up in a tight wide. Um, the next episode that we do on this, I have a friend who's also going to be doing uh, the show, and she is Mexican. So you will have the point of view from a Latino woman and how she feels about it and how the age difference and all that is a factor now in these days. But today, you're getting it from a, a black woman. All right? And uh, don't, don't bite down on her too hard. She can be a little sensitive. <laughs> okay. So y'all be gentle with her. And I'm going to hit her with a couple questions here and there. But I'm going to let her speak now. And, and tell me, when did you kind of sort of realize that you fell in that category of a glam mom? Um, when you invited me to do <laughs> this show. <laughs> so you didn't even know it until I informed you. you. Know, honestly, I, I, I hadn't even thought of that. I, I am a new grandma, right? Okay. My, my grandson is just a little over a year old. Gotcha. Um, I remember the term. I remember the first time I heard that terminology and, and, 
Um, it's been a minute, though. I I was um, speaking to uh, some women. Uh, she was maybe 39 or 40 and had several grandchildren. And that kind of stunned me. I'm like, you're not even 40. How is that possible? And we had the conversation. And her, for her, she was saying, you know, yeah, you know, um, I started young. And my eldest is, you know, she was like 13 or 14 when she had her first. And so here what? we are. Yeah. And in her mind, she was still, you know, divalicious. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, that is that is a <laughs> word. That is and definitely a word. Very. Um, she was a single mom, uh, working, uh, dating, uh, fine, if I should say so. She was fine, you know. And I was just, I was amazed to have met someone. And this was, I mean. <laughs> We're talking um, this is a good 10 plus 15 years ago that th this wow. conversation went down. So, yeah, um, that let me know then that this something was changing in our, uh, in our culture. culture. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I grew up with the grandmother, like not like you, but my grandmom was like in my mind. Yeah. I thought she was like 90. <laughs> wow, you trying to make it sound older, dirty or but something. No, Come on. No, because she wasn't active. She, you know. She did a lot of stuff around the house and kept the house straight and cooked. Not and mine. Not yours? No, no, no. Not my oh. grandma. Oh, okay. My grandmother was I had active. a different kind of grandma. Okay, my See, grandma. You, you had the, the real deal, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, we was out in the garden. She was holding she, things down, yeah, right? Yeah, we had oh, to. Ooh, yeah, man. there was no. My grandma was the was the uh, call you from outside to come and get you some water, grandma. No, that's not my grandmother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I yeah. had, um, and I, I I only had brief encounters with my maternal grandmother and my paternal grandmother, um, who was uh, like my grandfather's second wife, and so they both now Grandma Carrie. She was a little more active, but not much. You know, they just sit and dip snuff. And <laughs> wow, so that's so funny because I was a very fortunate person to grow up and have my father's mother, who is still alive, um, my mother's mother, who just passed away seven years ago, and then my father's mother's mother wow. was alive. All, at, yeah, all of them at the same time. Beautiful. So I was very blessed yes. in that aspect to have all that. Now, my father's mother was very active. My mother's mother was very active and still is to the day. Dang. It still is to the day. And my great-grandmother, um, Be my grandma Bessie, oh, my God. <laughs> she was, oh, my God. She was in her 90s, and you had to keep up with her. Because when she started walking, yeah. she was gone. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. to look at the difference now, when you say grandmother and they're 35. Yeah. And yeah. Thir but Well, I'm going to just say it this way. They're 30 on up to yeah. the mid-40s. Yeah. And they're still at the club. Yeah. Still hanging it. out with their daughters. Yeah. And you're like, and maybe in competition with her for the same man, right? Yeah, that's 
that's mind blowing to me. Me too. I Okay, so like right now, um I'm fifty seven. Okay. And my daughter is uh mid twenties. Okay. Um so to me there would never be competition for a male, right? Well, I I've never met your daughter, so I don't know what she looks <laughs> like. No, there would never be competition. I don't I haven't met your daughter, but I'll tell my listeners, uh, uh, B is thick as a biscuit, so <laughs> it's all good. It's it's all good. She's thick as a biscuit, and and that's not a bad thing. So, I I don't know what her daughter looks like. So, uh, you know, she's awesome. She's beautiful. Okay, um, if I should say so myself. But you know, when I think about like uh, that, now that I'm I'm single, um. I I am very mindful because although I'm 57, I do kind of um, turn heads, I guess, uh, for the 40-something male, and that is a big stretch for me. Um, so being that things are as they are, my daughter, uh, b- before she connected with the gentleman she's with now, she was actually talking to someone who was like in his mid-30s. And so, you know, I So would you you wouldn't talk to someone in their mid thirties if there uh, was a chemistry there, there was an attraction it's there. It's gonna have to be some serious chemistry. Cause you know, my eldest son is in his thirties. I just I think I, I just have to draw the line when it comes to <laughs> taking somebody who might be my child's age. You know, if I can be your mama. No. That might not be a bad thing. Uh, uh, no. That might not you be a bad thing. You ain't going to be calling me mama. And well, he ain't going to be call doing you the mama. Dude. No, no, no. I no, ain't no, saying no. he calling you mama. <laughs> that's, that's what you tell him to say. But, but yeah, no, I, no. I, I, I guess that's why I differ. I think age is just a number. Only for the simple fact that I've dated younger women who were more mature than a lot of older women I've dated. And there are older men who still act like they're kids and teenagers. That is so true. So to me, age is not that factor because they haven't matured. Okay. So It's rare to meet a young man who is mature to that level, though. And if he is... So what if you do? He's got his home. He's, he done brought his house. He done graduated from college. His cars are paid for. Excuse me, his cars are paid for. He ain't got no baby mama drama in his life. And he's a healthy brother. What? You telling me you wouldn't consider it? I don't know. Okay. Because right. this is another thing that I have come to conclusion about uh, being a uh, youthful uh, senior. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. You, you go ahead and use that word. I ain't got senior yet. I ain't hit senior until I get... No, nah, I ain't hitting senior until I hit 65. That's when I say I'm senior. I get 65, I'm a senior. I, 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 I'm still, you know... I. I don't really um, focus so much on um, if I look 30 or 40 or right. whatever it is. I, I'm When I say youthful, I mean um, my energy, my sense of my vitality. And so um, because this, you know, recognizing that the uh, 40-somethings are, are interested or, you know, saying, hey, you know, let, let me talk to you kind of stuff, not liking that word, but um, we've had conversations, right? So in my brief encounters with a lot of them, I know that, no, um, they're not, we're not going to be old, uh, an item. It'll be uh, a moment at most, you know, and so for 
um, the exchange of energy that, that, that transpires if we're, if there is chemistry. Okay, cool. But mm, not for a long, long time. I don't think so. Okay. That hasn't been my experience so far. All right. But back to the subject, right? So being a grandma, I don't, con- I, I had not considered myself being a grandma. I'm a yaya. So um, yaya is, is to me more descriptive because it's not the nanny, the ninny, the granny, the, you know, those, those words um, kind of describes to me a lady who um, uh, walks around with, you know, maybe hair rollers and bonnet on and um, those, uh, <laughs> those um, smock um, uh. dresses um, with ho- uh. Uh, house shoes on and, and <laughs> could do those things but that is not me um well, remotely well let me say this you you brought up vitality and being the woman that you are and do you find yourself still having the desires uh that you had when you were a younger woman do you still find yourself waking up in the middle of the night and realizing damn I'm horny and I'm wet do you still Consider yourself so vital that you could walk past a man and say, ooh, that oh, I would <laughs> tear his ass up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, those things, because those are questions my listeners want to know. You know, hey, am I the only woman out here <laughs> in my 50s and 55 and I'm still horny all the time? You know, I wake up in the middle of the night and my damn panties are soaked, you know. Yeah. I mean, do those things are still occurring? You know what? They do happen from time to time. More recently, more frequently. Um, I have <laughs> stopped wearing underwear to bed, um, kind of for that reason. It's like, okay, we, we, we need to get a, some, some circulation going on here, <laughs> you know, okay. and, um, giving light to, um, uh, recent, uh, friends that I've made who are, uh, very, um, sexually, um, open-minded? active, okay. open-minded, uh, it, it, it's funny because just recently I, I said, you know, wow, this on, on we have this page that we are, are group members and there was a bunch of questions people were asking about their, you know, sexual experiences. And I my response is like, wow, just look listening to the questions or reading the questions. I'm I feel really inexperienced based on, you know, the the episodes that the folks are describing and. And reading it, I was like, ooh, I want to try that. I've never thought of that. And, yeah, I, I need to do this while I'm still youthful. <laughs> well, I mean, see, now you done made me pop up with another question. See, being that now, um, technically, even though your daughter lives with you, but technically she's a grown woman and out yes. of your house. Yes. Technically. Yes, yes. Even though she's in your house, but yes. she's still out but of your house. Yes, we're Do you find that you're more open to things that you had thought about once before in the past or fantasized about or even said, you know what, I'm at that point in my life, I can try shit and it don't really matter what other people think or feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, honestly, it's, it's, it's the... From just strictly dating for the fun of it, because in the past when uh, my children were young and impressionable, and I'm having to live the the life that is you know exemplary of a mom, I did not uh, 
allow certain uh, activities or p- even representations of of anything that would not, you know, that would be out of line in terms of what I was trying to instill in them to become a, you know, responsible, accountable adults, etc. You know, so you figure. Um, so my eldest is thirty um, something. So uh, with the so for 25 years for sure 25 straight years um because that's my daughter's age um i was that exemplary mom you know pta church all of that you know um rarely would show cleavage you know barely showed my legs you know that kind of stuff right because I was mom, but even in that, it was so interesting because my 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 children would say that um, I still people would still think I was their sister. You right. know, I I guess I just had that youthful appearance or whatever, and um, so after they became you know independent and on their own, I found myself wow I'm single. You know, I'm lo- There's loneliness, and yeah, I still like to feel the body i i need a human body to interact with to kiss i I get that all of that good stuff you know i i i did the uh the bobs you know but they don't do it for me i i want to feel flesh to flesh and i i was just having that conversation day before yesterday and talking to someone and i said no matter who you are where you are or how old you are Everybody wants to feel human contact. It is what it is. Hey, guys, if you're just tuning in, this is Nightlife 24-7. I'm your boy, Mac, and today I am talking with Miss B, and we are discussing glam moms, Uh, a subject that most people don't even know what the terminology is for, but it's that young grandmother who's still sexually active, the Miss Diva who's still out in the club having fun. Now, don't get me wrong. We don't classify all glam moms this way because a lot of the grandmothers, young grandmothers these days are not out in the clubs or going to bars, but some still are. And the fact is that the dynamics of the grandmother, glam mom have changed over the last 10 years. So uh, me and Miss B are here discussing a little bit of those things and trying to answer some questions for some of you who are trying to figure out where you stand in this arena with this terminology and uh, making sure that you understand that it's okay to feel the way you feel, to be open about your sexuality now, to experience your fantasies, to live your life uh, the way you want because now the kids are grown and out of the house and you can do what the hell you (laughs) want to. Walk around butt-ass naked all day in your own house because that's what you've always felt you should want to do. Well, Absolutely. live it up. <laughs> so you you don't ever concede. You were never one of those glam moms that was into clubs and bars, though. I, I just don't get that from you. Or I am I wrong? You are so wrong. I would be up in a club in a Seriously? Because I like to dance. And when I, I'm I in the club. I just didn't see that from you. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't. think I'm that, all American. Yeah, you know? I don't. That doesn't come <laughs> the across. Church lady. Yes. It do, oh, <laughs> wow. Innocent, you know. Yes. Apple okay. pie. Uh-uh. I did my club thing. In fact, I 
even while they were young, I would still go out to clubs and stuff when they were like with their dad, you know, that time when they were away, I I went to play and I played, I played hard. (laughs) So, you know, um, that was just, I, cause uh, the other thing I've realized is that all the time that, you know, I was spending sacrificing or being all of that. They were still being who they are, you know, and that's the thing I said. I gave them permission to be who you are, always be who you are, you know, um, and be bold and and be responsible doing that. And so I had to do it, too. It just I guess I was a hypocrite in that way. (laughs) Um, Wow. But that was the the image in my mind. You know, I was uh, emulating um, my mom, you know, who. I I love and adore. So, uh, so what you're saying is you had brought into the cultural stereotype of what was necessary mm-hmm. as a mother. Because here's the other thing: um, in our conversations, as as my children were growing up, they shared with me the differences in their friends' moms. Right. You know, because there's that comparison, and so they had. They saw, you know, the the um, irresponsible mom, <laughs> the oh partying mom, mom right. you know, uh, the addicted mom. So they yeah, had a variety, the yeah, yeah, you know. So they had a variety of moms, you know, to to look upon, and right. so um, that kind of I I tried to stay uh, genuine because I really genuinely care about their image, you know, what right. I was presenting to them. But I also realized that I needed to be uh, healthy and, and vibrant and free and and grounded at the same time, you know. Um, so I would still allow myself certain permission, you okay. know. I wasn't, um, like, into, like, one-night stands, you know, but I dated. And I love to dance. And what better place than a club to dance? That's true. Now, let me ask you this. What do you consider would be the biggest difference between glam moms of today versus grandmothers of 20 years ago? I say 30 years. I say 30 years ago. What what would you consider to be the biggest difference? Oh, besides the appearance? Because what That's I'm going to tell you, appearance is going to be a big thing, but I, I, I realized that there were glam moms even 30 years ago. We just didn't see them as right, such. Right, you know, right. they were, they dressed differently. They were um, uh, chic, yeah. you know, but classic chic. Yeah. Um, and they kept, uh, they were very discreet and, um, yeah, whatever their lifestyles were, you didn't know what it was because <laughs> every time you saw them, they were being responsible adults. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, the glam yeah. moms of today, however, are probably more out there. Yeah. And the age Free spirit. Yeah. The they're age. much younger. Um, I think maybe 30 years ago. Um, it was reasonable for uh, someone to be 50 and be a grandmother. And that was a young, that was being a young grandmother 30 right. years ago. Um, whereas, like we already stated today, it's not uncommon to be, you know, late, mid to late 30s and already somebody's grandmother. Wow. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing that I've noticed, uh, though, is the dressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still dress. 
like they are a single mother or um, or a, a single woman mm-hmm. that's out on the prowl at the club. That's it. I mean, yes, you. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 going to even bust it out even. But watch Jerry Springer, and you can see the mother on stage with her daughter who slept with her man. True. You know what I'm saying? True. She's got on the half T-shirt with her stomach out, yeah. or, or or the mini skirt. Or the or, or the or, or the uh, skinny jeans on, you yes, know, or, yes. or even they're both working at the same uh, strip club, stripping together. <laughs> but you know what, though, I mean, like, w- what I see is that there is a difference in um, the fashion expression, the industry. So there was a time when um, the the plus size woman could not was not. Um, permitted to show so much. Right? Yes, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> most of the dresses were really draping yeah, or overflowing yeah, or very long. It covered. And, that, and that's not it. That is anymore. not the case. There's if you can get in it, you can wear, wear it, it, you yes, know. Yes. And and that freedom of expression and and being uh op- being good with the skin you're in and loving your curves and all of that, I think that has to do with a lot of what we're seeing, that the people are saying, you know what, forget about all of that stuff. You know, I, I'm going to be me. I'm going to express who I am. And if you don't like it, you don't have to be me, you know. And I'm good with that. I, I feel like uh, even I, I have a variety of styles that I I adorn, and it depends on what mood I'm in, you know. I think that's with any woman. <laughs> and any man. <laughs> any woman. I think, yeah, that's true. We go through that okay, phase, too. Okay, you know. So I want to ask you this. Do you think that the black culture uh, in general uh, is more accepting of the new glam mom? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it is, uh, uh, it, it speaks to that um, kind of uh, being relevant mm-hmm. and uh, current in terms of what is going on. So that, that so-called grandma is someone who can hold a conversation uh, that is, you know, about what's happening culturally, society, wise and uh, speak to her children, her grandchildren in such a way that uh, they too can understand and it's not old fashioned. It's not going to be something that they're going to ignore per se, you know. And children apparently put a lot of uh, emphasis on um, the adult representation of them. So that woman who, who comes to school for whatever reason, and she's not, um, you know, fashion chic, that child gets embarrassed by that person, appearance, you know. So appearance matters, you know, even still. And, you know, so the things that that were going on when we were kids, you know, when we, you know, Joan, our friends, because of the way uh, their parents look or whatever, that still goes on even still. So being fashionable is important, and, yeah. So do you think that it's okay for me as a um say I'm a I'm a I'm a glam mom in my I'm just saying hypothetically in my mid thirties and my 
child, whether it's a son or a daughter in their their um, in their twenties, uh, early twenties, twenty twenty one. Let's just say twenty one, twenty one, twenty two, and we're both. You think it's cool for us both to be at the same nightclub? party you know what you know uh, I've seen and that. they've they've you know my child now has a one or two year old maybe one or two year old mm-hmm. or Could by the time you know by the she's 15 she had a child 18 she had a child <laughs> and then 20 she just had another child and she's in the club with me you know and i'm sitting up here you know, i got three grandchildren and she's got three and we're at the club party i've seen that okay Okay, so I, I, that becomes a matter of the relationship between the two. Um, I think f- usually, though, it's special occasions. Somebody's celebrating a birthday or some occasion. So you're in the club, you know, for a special occasion. Um, fine. But if we routine party. But I'm, I'm chicks, uh, yeah, because I'm no. still in my 30. I'm still hanging out. I'm still going out. I'm still doing my thing. I'm still vibrant mm. at 30, in my mid 30s. Yeah, but we're going to be vibrant in different places. I'm not going <laughs> to be like, yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, for me, um, my taste in music is going to be very different than my my child's. Well, that's probably music. so because, yeah, you and may I be in the R&B and a little bit more jazz or whatever, and right. they're still in, they're in they're the R&B hip-hop. and rap right. and hip-hop. Well, my, and, and we still like old school. Right. You know, we, now, that's one thing we all have in common. We love ourselves from old school. But in terms of dancing, I'm not going to do those dances that my children do or that generation. <laughs> Come on that, that's just, Come I on. hate, I tried Come on, it. Come you, you ain't going to twerk for it. When I... <laughs> When I try that, they say, Mama, no, Ma, don't. Mm-mm. And, and you know what? Each one of my children have a different uh, term of endearment for me. Okay. So it's, it's just, it's, it's just kind of cool like that. I'm always impressed because uh, I do like watching uh, videos on, the, um, on my cell phone. And, you know, I, I, I watch them on Brazzer and I watch them on Buzzer and I watch them on Emo. Uh, the little stories and friends of or explore. And it's always amazing to me the generations uh, of women who are twerking. Don't do a damn thing for me, but you can see them from two years old all the way up to 50 years old twerking. And I just, yeah, okay. But that's 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 it's another show. Story, yes, yeah. different show. We gonna have that. I guess it's good in, exercise. In, in, yeah, I guess it is for the hips and the stomach. Yeah. Even though most of you who twerk can't fuck. But <laughs> moving on, moving on. We're gonna leave that alone. You got all no, the moves there. Let it be there. known that I cannot twerk. So okay. therefore. Therefore. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of y'all be throwing your ass and hips and shaking your legs, <laughs> and then when you get in bed, you lay there like a dying cockroach. But um, hey. Uh, this is Nightlife 24-7. I'm your boy, Mac, and today I'm talking with Miss B, who's giving her point of view on being a black woman uh, who is considered a glam mom at this stage in her life. And so you're getting the point of view from a woman who has had children, who has uh, maintained a relationship with her children, and at the same time, she's still viable as far as dating and still what, you know, I would consider sexually active. Um, you know, 
just because a woman is older doesn't mean that, hey, the well has dried up. That's not the way it is. I've come to learn that most of the women that I've encountered or ran into or just having general conversation, you know, I, I, I met a woman uh, Dave Wednesday, called me on Wednesday. She called me, a uh, woman named Marilyn. Uh, we had met a few times and just talked. Nothing sexual ever happened between us. She was like, you know, um, I'm 58 going on 59. And she said, yeah, I would think as I got older, my sex drive and my horniness would have just dissipated. She says, but, you know, the older I get, the hornier I'm getting. <laughs> and I, she's like, I wake up in the middle of the night like somebody is going to tap me on my shoulder because I'm so freaking wet and horny. And she was like, you know, the toys, my toys just don't do it for me. True. So you know, the I, I agree. It's, it's, it's part of that, too, is the freedom and knowing that, you know, I can I can do that. I don't have to worry about getting pregnant, although there are some who have gotten pregnant in their 50s and that's a whole nother song. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. You know. we're, yeah, we're going to discuss that topic <laughs> later on in the, in the year, too. We definitely yeah, going to discuss that. Yeah, and going through menopause, you know, not really sure what you're going to be when you come on the other side of that or if it ever ends. Right. For right. me, I was blessed that it, it, it ended as soon as it almost started. You know, it was less than a year or two that I had to go through the hot flash syndromes and stuff like that. So, um that is part of what it's, it's like for me. It's like, okay, uh, no more hot flashes. I'm still, you know, feeling myself. And I'm thinking, how many good years do I really have oh, wow. <laughs> to drop it like it's hot, wow. right? <laughs> she said, how many more good years do I have like it's you a know, car? Before wow. I become all wrinkled and pruned and stuff like that, you know. Now, I will say this. My mom is in her 80s, and she's not wrinkled at all, so... Well, uh, maybe it's genetics. See, you may I'm have those. You may paid. have those genetics. Yeah. Uh, now you you're saying that, but you know there was a study that was conducted uh, of men and women that were in their seventies and eighties um, at rest homes yeah. that they Getting were more on. they were more sexually active mm -hmm. than anyone because there were so many cases. Of STDs yeah, and yeah. infections. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, uh, the rule still applies. Wrap it up, you know. Um, but then, you know, in certain relationships where you you're you're monogamous to that point, yeah, you don't wrap it up so much. But yeah. And anyway. then you, most of us, as we've gotten older and older, we're a lot more careful and cautious. Yeah, with selection. With selection. <laughs> so we tend not to wrap it up as much, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you on that one totally. You you still should and keep it that way because it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff is still uh, going, going on. on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got the sugar mamas and the Splenda daddies. <laughs> you know, all the of that Splenda good stuff. daddies. Yeah. That was you the know, like uh, yeah, like Cheryl Underwood said uh, yesterday. She said back in our day, you know, when you were all sexually active, you know. You could just get a shot for whatever ailed you. Okay, uh, but not said, today. Not today. Things you are totally, totally, it. yeah, things so are totally, totally can. different. But, you know, that was so funny that I was watching the talk and she was talking about that. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. I was like, yeah, true. You can get a shot and go about your business. But um, do you think in today's society that uh, in the black culture that, 
glam moms are becoming more prevalent. They're they're, they're starting to be there because I, in my personal opinion, I do uh, only for the simple fact that uh, young men and women are having uh, kids at such a young young age, age, you know, yeah. ten, Before twelve, thirteen, you know, yeah. right, right, and now you're as a parent, you're dealing with this, you yeah. Know? Because, yeah. you know, people are still choosing to, to have the baby and to keep the baby. and Yeah, so that's definitely happening. And, and I don't know. It's interesting, you know, the, the growing up, I grew up mm, mostly in the 70s, uh, 60, late 60s, 70s. Right, right. And um, that was the, you know, wild, you know, free sex and all that stuff for people who were, you know, maybe 10 years older than me. They were right. the, the, the hippies or whatnot. Um, love the one you're with kind of stuff, you know. But even then, uh, it wasn't so many pregnancies that were, I guess abortion was kind of available there. Right. And maybe now, because of all but this conversation. But it was more hidden to it get was it done. Yeah, yeah you yeah. had to be you hidden to away. Yes, and, and, yeah. and girls who became pregnant would be kind of disappear. You didn't see them in school. Right, right. Or for the summer they were gone and exactly. then come back later. Yeah. I remember being in um, elementary, well, you know, grade school. We we're talking sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Right. And one of the girls became pregnant. And that was kind of, you know, unique for, for someone to be pregnant seventh and eighth grade for, for us in that right. group. Although there were many who were sexually active, but to get pregnant was a whole different story. You know, so it happened, um, but it wasn't as uh, common. I, I understand that. that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. So for that reason, yeah, it's definitely going to be more prevalent, you know. And, you know, I, I not for nothing, um, I was uh, having a conversation with, with my daughter <laughs> recently, and we were about the same size in some ways and so um oftentimes you know uh certain things get mixed in the <laughs> clothing you know? and i've told her look stay out of my closet i'll stay out of yours but she won't right. do that right so guess what mama gets to wear whatever she wants that she can fit so yeah wow <laughs> see that's the other that. thing i was going to hit you up being a glam mom and a lot and, and, and wow and you have to I'm going to just throw it out there. Look at Jada Pickett's mom. Yeah. Beautiful. There was another woman that I saw on the Facebook. She was 60-something. I can't remember. I know it's between 60, 65. The woman had the body of a 20-year-old. Yeah. And she was working out at the gym. I know, yeah. Okay. I've seen so her. you find a lot more of these glam moms are in the gym mm -hmm. putting it down. Well, you got time. So, you know, you're retired or, you know, you got the time. So why not yeah, invest but it, it used in to yourself? A uh, glam mom would be traveling, playing golf if you're white or whatever. And you were traveling, taking cruises. They you still know. do that. Yeah, but now it's about the gym. It's about looking. Oh, but you're in the gym so that when you travel, you can do that there. Okay. You know, it's all, it's all relative. Yeah. Versus the, the, the grandma who's cooking cookies, baking cookies right. and, and, you know, meals all day long. And that's evolved. That's Mo totally evolved. Who cooks evolved. all the time? Nobody. Me. Well, not all the time. 
Yeah, true. Not so more time. men are kind of doing yeah, I'm that. More, you know, I'm about eighty percent versus see, yeah, eighty percent cooking all the time. But you're you're kind of a homebody too. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying, Steve. Yeah. So you're yeah. you're kind of a glampa. No, you're old fashioned because you're the guy that's at home cooking and maintaining stuff at home. You know, whereas yeah, I, you yeah, know, I, I was never a club guy. I just never yeah. was. It just I tried it. It didn't work for me. I realized very quickly it was the same people doing the same shit. We were spending all this money to get in uh-huh. the club. You had two to three oh, yeah. drinks minimum. Oh, yeah. and, and I was just like, okay. And then you went the next week. It was the same people. It was. And I was just like, okay, cool. Same you old, you, same you old. were lucky enough. You went home with a different girl. But that, yeah. I was just like, yeah. so, 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 yeah. so. Yeah, it, it was never. See, never. I always go before the cover charge. <laughs> well, most of it, they had free women. It was free women's yeah. night anytime. Anyway. And I wouldn't. I was. Yeah. I've never been much of a drinker. So it's yeah. It was see, a that's me. I was never me. a drinker. So yeah. it yeah. was all about the dance for me. Yeah. I just like dancing. Yeah. And you know what else? I I was n- I was never that one that a uh, guy would step to and say, "Hey, please exchange numbers and stuff." I was not the pickup chick. So. Uh, alrighty then. That's different. Okay. I okay. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that on another show. Hey, guys. Um, this is Nightlife 24-7. And today we are discussing glam moms. Uh, Miss B is giving you her point of view from a black woman's point of view. Um, and as I stated at the beginning of the show, I'm going to have two different point of views. You're getting the point of view from a black woman about being a glam mom. And the next uh, young lady that I will have on the show, and you're probably going to die laughing at her name, but we call her the Grand Mexican. And uh, (laughs) she is a Latino woman, uh, very, very beautiful, just like Miss B. Um, Has children, but she's extremely active uh, socially um, and and gets out and does things. She's uh, actively sexually. So uh, w- I, w- I want to give you guys two different points of views from two different types of cultures just so you could understand the difference in how that woman or these women are still viable and vibrant and uh, in, in their life and lifestyles and within the family dynamics itself. Um, you know, I love the fact that you guys continue to listen to us and we are continuing to grow and I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Um, I always tell you, and I think you know this, it's um, being honest and true from the bottom of my heart. You know, we are so different in every aspect of our living, our life, and the way we deal with situations. And we all have things that make us who we are. But at the same time, we have things that we like or into that possibly may scare our partner or partners or our significant other off or make them look at us differently. All I'm saying is this is who you are. Please don't be ashamed of who you are. And you should be able to express who you are to them if they really truly love you and care about you to a point to where they can consider those things that you like or maybe indulge in those things that you like. Um, The world is changing so drastically now, uh, violence is so rampant, and that makes us hope to have a more open relationship because you never know. You know, I always tell you guys, 
from the beginning. Be safe, be smart, and have fun. And you should. And you should be able to have that type of fun with the person you love and care about. You know, the other thing I always want you to understand is, you know, we're put on this earth to help other people. And if you can't help them, God knows, don't do anything to hurt them. Okay? With that being said, I uh, want to say goodbye to you. And Mrs. B, you want to say bye? Ciao for now. All right, guys, continue listening, and uh, as I said, we will be back with part two uh, from a Latino woman's point of view. Talk to you later. We at Nightlife 24-7 appreciate you, our listener, who has an open mind and heart and are able to listen, learn, and discuss those issues that affect you and your partner. By discussing these issues, we hope to keep the lines of communication open to help inform you, our listener, and our community. It's on your mind, so let's talk about it on Nightlife 24-7.